imposter syndrome. I heard this phrase for the first time today. So let's talk about imposter syndrome on this episode of the Driving with Rob podcast. Imposter syndrome. What is it and what can you do about it? Well, as soon as I heard the phrase imposter syndrome, I immediately knew what the feeling was and what it meant. Here's what imposter syndrome is. Imposter syndrome is very similar to just simple self-doubt. But what imposter syndrome says is that it's not just self-doubt. That you have spent your whole life, your whole career, fooling other people into believing that you were smarter than you are. Fooling other people into believing that you have more talent than you actually have. That you have skills or that you have pretended to have skills that you don't actually possess. It's like lying on a resume, but they call it imposter syndrome. And there were these two psychologists about 40, 40 to 50 years ago, came out with this, this new theory called imposter syndrome, that apparently this was a very rampant thing, especially among professional women, that when they would reach certain heights of career achievement, they would have these overwhelming feelings that they didn't deserve it. Even though they had the credentials, even though they had evidence to the contrary that proved that they really did deserve every achievement, every award, every success they ever had, for some reason they couldn't shake the feeling that someday they're going to find out that I really don't know what I'm talking about, that I never really did know what I was talking about. Now, there are plenty of people who never feel this way. For lack of a better word, if you want to call them the overconfident people who believe they have abilities and intelligence that they do not possess. And these people invariably seem like they rise straight to the top, just like the ones who have the actual talent. But see, as soon as I heard this term, imposter syndrome, I immediately related to it because... I have talked to other professionals in my field in the past who have had exactly the same feeling. And I can tell you when I started feeling this way. I didn't feel this way when I was first starting out. Because when I was first starting out, I realized I was brand new. I realized my limitations. I didn't know what I was doing. And I knew I didn't know what I was doing. So I didn't feel bad for not knowing what I was doing. Because I was just a kid. When I really started feeling this imposter syndrome was later on when I was in my 30s. And now I had the education. I had the experience. I had a few years under my belt. And people were coming to me for answers. And I felt like it was up to me to give people these answers. And yeah, I was only 30 years old. 35 years old. People that I consider kids now. It was around that age, 30 to 35 years old, where I started feeling like if I didn't have all the answers, I was letting people down. Because people who were older than me were coming to me for help. And that's when this feeling started to creep in of what am I going to do when they find out that I really don't know what I'm doing? 
I knew that I didn't know what I was doing. But they thought I did. And that was a lot of pressure. And you've heard the old saying. I've even used it on this podcast before or other episodes before. Fake it till you make it. Well, that's, you know, in a lot of situations, especially as associated with imposter syndrome, that's not really the best way to look at it. Fake it till you make it makes it sound like I really am faking it. And I've heard the phrase wing it. I've even used the phrase wing it. Well, you just wing it. You'll figure it out. And I really do struggle with this imposter syndrome sometimes because I don't have all the answers going in. And it makes me apprehensive when I start a project or I start to work on something. If I don't have a clear picture in my head of exactly how everything's going to work out and how everything is going to be laid out, then I have a certain amount of anxiety. Am I going to be able to do this? Am I going to be able to make this work? I have this saying that I learned from my grandfather. Fixin' to find out. And one of my sons picked up on it one day, and he said, fixin' to find out. He said, that's an old man saying. That's not something you ever hear young people say, ever. Fixing to find out. It's also a southernism. Whenever somebody would ask me, are you sure we can do this? Are you sure you can do this? I would just kind of smile and say, we're fixing to find out. But whenever I would say fixing to find out, what I really meant was, I'm 99% sure I can do it. Wait and see, I'll show you. That's what fixing to find out means. But sometimes fixing to find out means I really didn't know what I was doing. And you just keep working the problem until you figure it out. And that's where the fake it till you make it theory comes in. But imposter syndrome, I had a good friend that I used to work with and we worked in different departments. We were both in maintenance, but we worked in different departments. And back in those days, the maintenance guys all carried two-way radios. And I would call him up on the radio, and I would say, could you come over and help me on this problem I'm working on? I just need another set of eyes. I just need a second opinion. And then I would do the same for him. He would call me, and I would go help him. And we used to call it moral support. You're 99% sure that you're doing it right and that you did it right and that you did correctly solve this problem. I just want somebody else to look at it and to make sure I'm not missing something. Can you take a look at this and tell me, does this look right to you? And we called it moral support. That's how we would shorthand it. Can you come over to machine number 12, machine number 9? I need some moral support. And he knew exactly what it meant. Which kind of brings me to the... If you're feeling this imposter syndrome, how do you stop feeling that way? Well, this is one of the ways that you do it. It's moral support. You talk to somebody else because it's so easy to have self-doubt. When a lot of times, everybody else has no doubt that you are the guy, that you are the person they need to call. And sometimes you just need that support person to remind you that you're the guy. If you can't fix it, it can't be fixed. If you can't solve this problem, it's unsolvable. It's not a case of we're putting pressure on you to make you solve it or that we're putting pressure on you because everything's riding on you. You know, it's a, a make or break moment. It really is. We have confidence in you that you will figure out a way to make it work. 
And sometimes that imposter syndrome, when you start feeling like you're an imposter, that you're faking it, that someday they're going to find you out and figure out that you never were as smart as they thought you were. It, it's it's a little beyond self-doubt, but it's self-doubt. And you need that that reinforcement to tell you that you're wrong to feel that way. And that's one of the ways that you break it. Don't keep silent about it. Because the more you keep it inside, the more you internalize this feeling that you can't do it, this feeling of inadequacy that you can't admit to, because if you tell them, I really don't know what I'm doing, they're going to fire you. I mean, most companies won't fire you. But if you keep telling people, I really don't know what I'm doing, eventually they're going to start to believe you. But the way you get over it is that you have people you can trust who do admire you and do look up to you, who do think you can do it, to tell you so. So you need that support. You need that other person to encourage you and to give you that moral support. And see, one of the things that they help you do, this other person can help you see things that you can't see right now, like feeling stupid doesn't mean you are stupid. You're obviously not stupid because look at all the things you've already done. And see, and this is one of the ways that that moral support helps you, is that moral support, that support person, will remind you of your past accomplishments. You did that. That wasn't done by somebody else. That wasn't something that somebody invented or came up with. You did that. That was you. I wish I could do what you do. You have to separate fact from fiction. You have to have that person to tell you, just because you feel stupid doesn't mean you are stupid. Everybody feels stupid sometimes, but that support person can remind you of your past accomplishments and remind you that, yes, you can do it. And no, you're not stupid. And one of the tricks to overcoming this imposter syndrome is learn to recognize when a bout of self-doubt is coming on and being able to recognize in yourself that you're being unnecessarily hard on yourself. And again, that's the time that you call somebody else in to help you reinforce the fact that you're not an imposter, that you really do know what you're doing. The reason they hired you is because you really are that smart. And you kind of have to get into the mindset, into the habit of a failure is not the end of the road. That every make or break situation is probably not a make or break situation. I heard it said one time that there are no problems. There are only solutions waiting to be discovered. Everybody fails. But because you failed, doesn't make you a failure. That feeds into that imposter syndrome. Just because you failed doesn't mean you can't do it. It just means your first attempt failed. You get back up, you dust yourself off, and you go at it again because you're not an imposter. You really are the guy. And one of the things that you have to do to overcome this imposter syndrome feeling is to stop looking at it as a fake it till you make it kind of situation. And stop telling yourself that you're faking it until you figure it out. And remind yourself that you're not faking it 
you're working it out. That you're not just winging it. You're not just flying by the seat of your pants, and sometimes you may be. But you're a problem solver. You're working the problem. Let's try this. Okay, this didn't work. Let's try something else. Based on what I know and based on things that I've tried in the past, this usually works. Let's try this first. Well, at least half the time this problem arises, it was caused by this. Let's do that first. Let's fix this first. That may not be the problem, but it's a problem. It's really not faking it till you make it. It's problem solving. And it's going out on a project that nobody else can fix with the confidence that you will figure it out. Because nobody is better equipped, has more experience, or more skill than you. The reason they gave you this task is because they believed you could do it. If they didn't believe you could do it, they'd give it to somebody else. You're not an imposter. You do know what you're doing. You didn't get to where you are by accident. You really do deserve everything that you've achieved. And if they didn't think you could do it, they wouldn't have asked you. They would have asked somebody else. You're not an imposter. You can do it. And remember, if it was easy, they could have gotten anybody to do it. And that's going to do it for this episode on the imposter syndrome. It's a very interesting topic, and I'd like to spend even more time on imposter syndrome. And I'm sure this is not the last time you're going to hear about it. But I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you downloading. I really do. If you've never subscribed or followed, what you need to do is you need to click on it on your podcast player, whatever podcast player you're using, whatever app that you're using, whether it's Podcast Addict or the Google Podcast Player or your iTunes Player, whatever it is, it'll give you the opportunity to subscribe or follow. It's usually one or the other. And if you'll click on that, it costs you nothing. But what it'll do is it will sign you up as a subscriber. And that way, every time I download a new episode, you'll just get a notification to let you know that a new episode is out there. And if you would do that for me, I would really appreciate it. Thanks again for listening. I'll talk to you next time. Bye now. Bye now.